If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up is a piece from aljazeera.com. Thousands of people have taken to the streets of Georgia's capital, Tbilisi, for a second consecutive day to protest against a controversial foreign agent's draft law. The latest demonstration on Wednesday came a day after the bills passed in a first reading in Parliament. At least 66 people were arrested on Tuesday evening as protests against the proposed legislation turned violent. A draft law, quote, on transparency of foreign influence officially targets the disclosure of money flows from abroad, but critics feared it was a way for the government to crack down on opposing voices. The proposed legislation stipulates that organizations such as media outlets could be classified as foreign agents if they receive more than 20% of their funding from abroad. Critics have pointed to a similar law passed in Russia, where all organizations or individuals receiving financial support from abroad or under some form of foreign influence are declared foreign agents. Gianodia Georgia's former Minister of Education told Al Jazeera that the law was likely to stifle press freedom in a country where a large share of the media is controlled by the government. Quote, A large part of independent media in Georgia gets outside support. The government says that it's just for transparency, but this draft law models the Russian law. And in Russia, the legislation was a step towards repressing independent media, he said. Member of Parliament Katya Dekanoidze told Al Jazeera that, quote, Georgia has a very vibrant civil society, strengthening democracy and rule of law, that gets funding and technical assistance from the European Union and the United Nations. Georgia applied for EU membership together with Ukraine and Moldova days after Russia invaded Ukraine in February last year. In June, EU leaders granted formal candidate status to Kiev and Chisinau, but said Tbilisi must implement a number of reforms first. Limiting funding opportunities to civil society groups would be an obstacle to joining the European Union, Dekanoidzi said. Prime Minister Irakli Garibashvili, who is also the chair of Georgian Dream, the party leading the government and parliament's largest force, has defended the bill saying it would help root out those working against the interests of the country and the powerful Georgian Orthodox Church. He has also accused Georgia's, quote, radical opposition of stirring up protesters to commit unprecedented violence during Tuesday's rallies, according to Georgia news agencies. But Salom Zurabichvili, the president of Georgia, addressed demonstrators and assured them of her support. The pro-Europe leader said lawmakers who voted for the draft law had violated the Constitution, pledging to veto it if it was passed by Parliament. Protests kicked off again on Wednesday afternoon with a march to mark International Women's Day, which is a public holiday in Georgia. Demonstrators carried Georgian and EU flags down the central Rustavelli Avenue towards Parliament, shouting no to the Russian law. 
The interior minister has accused protesters of petty hooliganism and resisting state authority, Georgian Median reported on Wednesday. Quote, People started an organized attack on the parliament building, throwing so-called Molotov cocktails and fireworks, the ministry said. Up to 50 police officers were wounded in Tuesday's clashes, the ministry added, with several still hospitalized. Here's another piece, this one published at BBC News at bbc.com. This is written by Nina Akmatelli and Katerna Kinkulova. Recent clashes between the police and protesters in Georgia, brought on by a controversial foreign agent law, have highlighted a major divide between the authorities and the wider population. On Tuesday and Wednesday nights, thousands of Georgians took to the streets of the capital, Tbilisi, protesting against Parliament's backing of the first reading of the proposed law, which critics say will limit press freedom and be used to crack down on non-governmental and other rights organizations. Riot police used water cannon and pepper spray to disperse protesters in front of the Parliament building, with some in the crowd shouting, Down with the Russian law, a reference to the fact that the proposed bill mirrors similar legislation in Moscow. But this issue is only the latest indication of a wider struggle over the future direction of the country between pro-Western and pro-Russian views. The political rift between the government and the public was already apparent when the Georgian government refused to take sides in the war in Ukraine, despite many Georgians sympathizing with Ukraine, with some even going to fight against the Russian army. If passed, the law will force all NGOs and media who receive more than 20% of their funding from abroad to be included in a special register and submit an annual financial declaration. Failure to submit such a declaration will be punished with a $9,500 fine. The Georgian Justice Ministry said that this move would help expose, quote, agents of foreign influence in the country. Supporters of the law argue that the U.S. has similar legislation, the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA. Opponents of the law condemn it as an attempt to mimic Russia's own crackdown on freedom of speech and a sign that Moscow influence was growing. Crucially, they see the law as a major barrier to Georgia's chances of joining the EU. And here's a piece on rferl.org. This piece is written by Tamuna Charyuli. Quote, The fight for freedom and the fight for women's rights have come together on this day, said Maryam Muzashvili, an 18-year-old protester in downtown Tbilisi on March 8 where for the second day, Georgians were taking to the streets to protest a controversial foreign agents law. The protesters were out in the Georgian capital all day. A march in the afternoon to mark International Women's Day began on Republic Square and then headed to the parliament, where in the evening it was joined by protesters who had come to demonstrate against the foreign agents law. With tens of thousands of people gathered outside parliament, the protests had a dramatic effect. On March 9, after security forces used tear gas and water cannons to disperse the protesters, the ruling Georgian Dream Party said it was withdrawing the controversial legislation from Parliament. The proposed legislation, which received sharp criticism in the West, would require civil society groups that receive more than 20% of their funding from abroad to be classified as foreign agents. Critics of the proposed law said it aped similar legislation in Russia that has been used to clamp down on NGOs, independent media, 
and opposition to the Kremlin. The women who took to the streets on March 8 were demanding much more than the binning of the law. They are campaigning for the state to recognize women's poverty in visible labor, where women take on disproportionate share of domestic work and caregiving. More to prevent gender-based violence. Many of the protesters were also demanding an alimony system that will better protect the interests of children, more rights for women with disabilities, and better educational and career options for girls and women. RFE-RL's Georgian Service spoke to women at the earlier rally and those in front of Parliament about why they came out to protest and what kind of future they wanted for their country. Many were angry about the police violently breaking up the protests the night before and saw similarities with the events of April 9, 1989, when independence protests were brutally suppressed by Soviet forces, resulting in 21 deaths, 17 of them women. Rusa Bardashvili, quote, I am a woman, I am standing in front of the parliament, and I fully understand my rights, which I may lose. I'm a single mother, and I want my voice to be heard by this government and around the world. I do not want my child to live here. I'm angry. I'm furious because I don't want to fight to be heard. Power to women. Salome Zvelea, quote, I think that in Georgia, I have my freedom limited. I always try to express myself directly, but because I'm a woman, I'm being told not to. I don't want to have any obstacles to expressing myself, and I have great hope that we'll achieve that. When I was here yesterday, I got tear gas poisoning. I was choking with anger and a mixture of emotions. My mother, who also stood here, had the same emotions on April 9, 1989, when she was pregnant with me and barely survived. Sometimes she jokes that she passed it on to me, the will to stand and protest. I intend to fight till the end, despite what happened yesterday. I'm happy today that I have great hope for the future. Masho Shubatidze When I saw the violent crackdown on the protests yesterday, my mother told me that the same thing happened on April 9. I decided to come, but I was afraid that my own country would do something to me. My mother was watching me, and I hope she is proud of me. As a 16-year-old kid, I understand that we have problems, and I am not afraid to speak out and proud to protect my homeland. Vera Gelashvili We are elderly. One ampoule of my medicine costs 270 laris, $105, and that's what my pension goes on. It is terribly expensive. And it's sad when you can't afford sweets, for example. Insecurity. Our government does not care about us. I am so humiliated and insulted. The government spits on us and tells us that we're nothing. Worms that need to be stomped on. So when they tell me that white is black, I'm supposed to nod? No, I'm not nodding. I'm angry. We all are. No, no to this Russian law. Natalie Fagava I am full of aggression today, but in the best possible way. It's as if you have something that has built up inside you for a long time. Against women, men, the country, all kinds of injustices that are happening. And suddenly you find a lot of people who are with you, standing together, and that makes you stronger. I think we women don't appreciate the power we have inside. We ignore it and repress it, so we don't bother anyone or we're too loud, or too much. 
Silence creates problems, and I think the most important thing is to find a voice. There is no other way. I feel very empowered today, and I think that's the point of these rallies. My dream is that when I grow up and have a child, we can celebrate this day of our strength. Tasso Japaridze I generally think that now is the time of the matriarchy. These wars and violence are the result of the patriarchy. This March 8 is not yet special for me. We are going round in circles. We need to become part of Europe for this to change. Women's rights are more protected in Europe. But it's good that women's activism is present here today. Olia Milorava I'm an internally displaced person and I came here to protest against the Russian law. During the hearing of the draft law, we saw how firmly women stood together and I loved it. A reference to female lawmakers who were expelled from the hearing in Parliament. Women must be protected from violence. These things are happening in Georgia. Also, we need labor rights. There is a danger that if we give up now, we won't be able to protect our rights any longer. Ano Datyashvili I don't remember a March 8 protest so big. This march seems to be connected to April 9. When I think about that woman who was waving the flag in the street yesterday, I connected it to April 9. And I think that women have a special role in this protest. Yesterday I was angry and very nervous, but when I woke up, I couldn't accept that this was reality. These Mother's Days and Women's Day, they mean nothing to me because of the ugly traditions that come with them. March 8 is somehow limited to giving women flowers and stuff, but it should be established as a tradition that this is not a day of beautiful flowers, but a day of raising our visibility and awareness. Mariam Muzashvili Now something is being written in history that cannot be forgotten. The fight for freedom. The fight for freedom and the fight for women's rights have come together on this day. And Sisana Diasamidze. You know what I want? I want the children of our parliamentarians to come back from Europe. I want them to walk in these streets, ride public transport, live for 700 laris, $270 a month, work the way we work, and then let's see what they say then. And finally, from the moscowtimes.com Georgia's parliament voted Friday to drop controversial new legislation which it earlier approved in an initial reading, sparking an international outcry and mass protests in the Caucasus country. Tens of thousands took the, to the streets this week after lawmakers moved to introduce the quote foreign agent law. On Friday, the bill was voted down in its second reading after only one lawmaker out of 36 who voted backed the legislation that critics had compared to laws in Russia that authorities have leveraged to silence Kremlin opponents. Hundreds of anti-government protesters rallied outside the legislature during the vote. Protesters clashed with police on Tuesday and Wednesday, and law enforcement used water cannons and tear gas to disperse demonstrators. The Kremlin on Friday accused the United States of stoking anti-Russian sentiment among the thousands of protesters who have taken to the streets in Georgia this week. Bravo to all the protesters in Georgia who risked uh, their lives and their safety to protest against this law that they felt was profoundly unjust and led immediately to the reversal and the withdrawal 
of this law. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at People Revolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. A sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it. <laughs>